I'm Jordan Rayner, and this is The Word Before Work. Today we're reading from Exodus 8, verse 1. Here's what it says. Then the Lord said to Moses, Go into Pharaoh and say to him, Thus says the Lord, Let my people go, that they may serve me. Again, that was Exodus chapter 8, verse 1. A few weeks ago, here on the podcast, we saw that it was the horrific working conditions of the Israelites that was the impetus for their exodus from Egypt. But if we're not careful, we can mistakenly believe that God freed his people so that they could spend all of their time worshiping him through song and sacrifices outside of Egypt in the wilderness. But that's not at all what we see. Seven times between Exodus 4.23 and Exodus 10 verse 3, the Lord clearly states his purpose for delivering his people. Over and over again, he declares, let my people go that they may serve me. Commenting on this passage, one theologian says that, quote, God did not deliver Israel from work. He set Israel free for work, end quote, but work as he had originally intended and created it. This sets up a theme we see all throughout scripture. Salvation isn't an end in itself. It is a means to an end, namely being with God and working for his glory rather than the glory of of man. That's why God saved the Israelites, and it's why he has saved you and me. This is exactly what Paul is getting at in Ephesians 2, 8 through 10, when he says that while we have been saved, quote, not by works, end quote, we have been saved, quote, to do good works, end quote, not just to sit around on our hands and wait for Jesus's return. Can I be real a second? In the words of George Washington for just a millisecond, this is what drives me bonkers about the largely American end times industry. Rather than busying themselves with the, quote, good works God prepared in advance for us to do, see Ephesians 2.10, many Christians spend their days sharing fear-mongering Facebook posts, speculating about the details of Christ's second coming all in the name of Jesus' command to keep watch for his return in Matthew 25, verse 13. But the context of that passage is critical to understand. Immediately after he instructed his disciples to keep watch, Jesus launched into the parable of the talents, the story of a master representing Christ who puts his servants to work while they wait for his return. See Matthew 25, 14 through 30. From the Old Testament to the New, God couldn't be any clearer. We aren't saved to sit on our hands, but to work with them. The good news of the gospel is not just that you get to go to heaven when you die, but that you get to partner with God in cultivating heaven on earth until you die. How? By weeding out the injustices that you see in your industry, by creating businesses 
films and novels that offer glimpses of the beauty of the kingdom and by serving as a faithful ambassador of your king in your place of work. See 2 Corinthians 5, 17 through 20. Work hard to those ends as a response to your salvation today. Today's devotional only scratches the surface of how God's word connects to our work. If you want to go deeper, sign up for my free 20-day devotional called The Word Before Work Foundations at twbwfoundations.com. These email devotionals are designed to help you gain a rich understanding of the biblical narrative of work, how exactly your work matters for eternity, and what those truths mean for how we ought to work today. Sign up right now, again, totally free at twbwfoundations.com.